So I found one of the coolest things. Uh, there was an interview with Burt Kreischer that we had, and I, just for some reason, I don't know if it's ever been on the end of the podcast or not, but I'm going to put it on the end of this one. You should. Uh, by the way, it's mm. going to be after the closing jingle. No. And now, the Big D and Bubba Weekly Podcast. Big D and Bubba, they have a show five days a week, but they don't get to say everything that's on their mind, so they have an extra one, and that's how we get the podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. The podcast. Big D and Bubba podcast. Oh, my. It's the podcast brought to you by... Uh, the podcast is brought to you by Pickle Jar. Uh, if you love music, you know, we talk about it all the time on the podcast. The Pickle Jar app is awesome. I actually went and I saw some live music last night, and they had Venmo, and I felt bad for them. I'm like, oh, you poor souls. You're not getting all your money. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's going to be a problem. Uh, Pickle Jar, if you're somebody who, like, performs and does, like, things like out, maybe uh, you do anything where people do tips, Pickle Jar is going to let you keep all your money. See what I'm saying there? So go and check out the app. Uh, it's a great way to show gratitude to people performing. Also, if you have a fundraiser, it's probably the best way to do your fundraising because they take care of everything inside the app for you. Make it super, super easy. Uh, So go ahead and get it. It's for your iPhone, for your Droid. Picklejar.com is where you go to download it, and it is awesome. Uh, You guys excited about the Morgan Wallen show tonight? Yeah, I am. My uh, son is freaking out. Uh, He's, like, so excited. He can't wait. Morgan Wallen is, like, his favorite yeah and so yeah he's pretty stoked man i miss that i miss those i actually never really had that. i was about to say really i don't know i've never ever had i've never i know yeah. i really am in, i am envious guy. i remember the time we uh you and i went and saw striper together you were that guy you were very excited uh, i got money that says by like four songs in he was like okay oh, I'm no. Ready to go. no i actually i just wanted the picture but they did sound great they but. did and big, yeah. <laughs> it's still one of the best because uh, Michael, Michael Sweet, the lead singer of the band, we go to take this group shot, you know, and we all get in the picture. Well, he hides behind Big D. Like, so the lead singer of the band is, it's like going to see a Luke Combs concert and you take a picture with Luke Combs and his band yeah. and mm-hmm. Luke hides. hides behind the biggest mm-hmm. person there. <laughs> Just as a joke. Do that. He, was he, a joke he said he thought it was funny. And he was like, yeah. And he apologized, remember? Did we have him on? Did yeah, he they come in? in? Yeah, here. they came in and we yeah. took a new picture. Oh, that's right. And, yeah. Man, the I, whole thing. I, I remember a, like about a third of what actually I go happens. back yeah. a little ways. And that's, it's not very far. It's maybe months. And I don't know. I don't know. I've, sometimes I wonder if I've got a thing. But a you've thing? never been into live music. It's just never really been your, like, it's not something you like music, but you're not really into like going to concerts. Like, I went to two concerts yesterday in the same two? day. Two? Yes. Why? I saw Ian Munsick, this new artist, played in a in a old church. It was like a private show. It was awesome. And then I went to see Randy Rogers' band and Pat Green at the Ryman. Oh, how's Pat? Oh, Pat was great. First of all, I don't know how Randy Rogers got Pat Green to open for him. Like Pat like, Green opened? He opened the show. I think wow. it was because it was the Ryman and he was going to be in town. I don't know. Like, it's one of Did those things. Did you talk to him? No, but he said it on stage. He said... Uh, I don't know how. I don't know why I'm opening for Randy Rogers. He goes. Or then he made another joke. He says. He said. He said. I'm, he said I'm glad Randy could open for me tonight after I opened for him. So I'm gonna come back after his set and play one more song so That's that we hilarious. make this right. Please tell I, me he did that. 
The only time I saw the two of them together in Nashville was in like 2005, and Randy was opening for Pat because that's how I'm sure he opened for Pat a lot, hundreds of times. Yeah, given the you know they share a lot of the same fan base, and yeah, I mean it was it was awesome. I, I would go see that show again tonight. Did you? Uh, it was so great. You didn't see the guys at all? Oh, no, I didn't. No, oh. I didn't even get free. T- I bought those tickets. Well, good for you. Man, I that's how about that. You know, I'm I'm that's my thing. I'm a fan. I want to go see that show. I don't want to, you know. You are probably one of the biggest Randy Rogers band that's my, fans. My favorite. My yeah. abs- they are my absolute favorite. It's in country music, that's it. It goes Randy Rogers band, uh Bocephus, uh, everybody else. How many times have you seen Pat now? Oh, I, you know, I I I've seen Pat like 20 times, but 15 of those were when I was in college. Like he used to play, or we or we drive to Texas because I went to LSU. It wasn't that hard to do. Uh, or he play around Louisiana a lot. But I've seen Randy at least twenty five <laughs> times. Randy's so great. That was one of those things where I somebody gave me that first CD or the 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 roller coaster CD. Uh, this girl Brandy Reed that worked in I don't know she was his publicist. Ah, uh, she's she a, said, I know she's a fine girl. Brandy, she's a fine girl, yes. Uh, she gave me that CD wow. and said, what an old man joke, right? And said, you, you should listen to this. You're going to absolutely love it. And people tell us stuff like that all the time. So I was, even back then, I was like, oh, okay. And I rode around with it in my car with like all the other CDs for a couple weeks. And finally, it, something, I don't know, I just went, I'll check this out. And I didn't take it out of my car for six months. No, it was. It's still one of the best. That album is fantastic. They're just so good live. You think the about best fiddle player in country music, period. Brady wow. Black. He's the best. Wow. It's not even close. You ever wonder why why they didn't kind of the crossover didn't work? I don't know. I'm gonna be nice and not no, I, I won't be nice. I don't think they ever picked the right singles. I don't know if it was them or their management or the label. Because their songs on each of those first of those four major label releases, there's songs on those that were would have been bigger hits than the songs they put out. If if but I don't know who was in charge they of that. They should have asked you. They should no, have said, Patrick, me, which one do we pick? And I'm not saying, maybe I'm wrong, but you know what? Some of those songs weren't singles, and they still play them every night. They still play this time around every night. They still come out and do, um, oh, shoot, what's the song they did uh, right before the two big hits? Um, Elephant Nuts. Really? Is that where we went today? <laughs> I feel like, I've, sometimes wow. I think Bob and I are like, what's the movie, Brothers? You know, Step Brothers. Yeah. No, but you would have never in your life said Elephant Nuts. No. No, I would have. No, no, you wouldn't. I don't know what one you were thinking of, but boy, Elephant Nuts is that's one of my favorite songs. Elephant Nuts really. Too Late for Goodbye was the song I was thinking about. Oh, that's Not Elephant Nuts. Potato, potato. Yeah, right? So close. Are those, um, like, are they big, you think? (laughs) <laughs> i would think so oh boy i would definitely think so but you know i could all also though there's junk in that I trunk could, i could see them not being i could see them being tiny and that's and everyone's like well fine, i just don't get it they just don't know why are elephants well what's that one animal that uh poos squares what oh you haven't oh, seen yeah. it it's, a yeah, wombat? It it's not it, it's a wombat wombats wombat. poo squares why do i know that like how in the world what shape is its colon square it's it's the weirdest thing. I guess that's just a lot of uh, that's just a lot of uh, attention to detail. It's a lot of square meals they eat. But boom, boom, thank you. Right, yeah, look at this. It, it looks like charcoal briquettes. It's like little squares. It's the weirdest poop ever of any planet 
uh, or any animal on the planet, wombat poo is fascinating to me. Uh, Patrick, uh, Pat Green says he <laughs> saw you there last night and he waved at you, but you didn't wave back. No, he didn't. That's what he said. I just texted him. Did you text him? I said, That's Patrick funny. saw you last night for the wait for it, 24th time. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the front row of the balcony. He might have seen me. I am a very large man. It would be very hard to not see me if you were actually looking up in the crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am It'd be gigantic. like uh, A friend of mine took uh, my buddy... Uh, Marcus and Brian, they were both sitting like below the balcony off to the side. And at one point, I get a text from both of them. I guess they just looked up and saw me. And they sent me a picture of myself. Yeah, from their angle. From their angle. Oh, my God, dude. I I am the biggest person. Look, this is just one of – oh, no, this isn't a great one. But Marcus showed me the one on his phone, but I don't have it. I that's not terrible. I am. I am a very large. You look man. like. Uh, I look like. A like cartoonishly you, fat. When human. you're arriving into Chicago and you see the 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 big lake and you're like, oh, this is Chicago. That's mm-hmm. the same thing they saw. There you go. There's there's Patrick. Mm-hmm. There he is. Yeah. Look at him. Everyone just docking around. Enormous. Me. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, scientists have figured out why uh, oh. wombats can poop little cubes. <laughs> I'm okay. reading all about this. Go it's ahead. so fascinating. Their intestine at 33 feet long is around 10 times the length of its body. And uh, it has uh, two stiff and two flexible areas around the circumference of its intestines. And basically, that's what happens. Their food takes uh, nine times longer, something like that, of digestive time than a human. And because of that, it forms little cubes. And then they, they use the cubes to communicate with each other. So these cubes aren't just little poop squares. They're a little, hey, this is my house kind of thing. Huh. So now we've learned something about wombats. Man, that's how you know God made this earth and beautiful universe. <laughs> Dude, hey, how much square poop? Yeah, that's to it? think that there is an animal that can literally <laughs> make little briquettes is fascinating. Hang on with us, Carson. We're almost out. Um, <laughs> Patrick, how much is four kilograms? I don't know. I don't do I can't do metric conversions. Oh, okay. The metric system infuriates me. Uh, it really does. Four kilograms to pounds. Is uh, I'm gonna guess eight point eight pounds. Oh no, no, oh. no, eight point eight one pounds We're doing it backwards. That's how big they're double. We're, what? Oh. Yeah, they're eight pounds. The squares, elephant. no, the elephant nuts. Uh, oh, <laughs> he circled back to the elephant nuts. Jeez, uh, it's, it's an art. Yeah, really. Hey, Carson, did you? Uh, Carson, Carson is completely. I am defeated. I'm just <laughs> defeated. You're gonna have a nice uh, family friendly right. conversation today. No, nope. elephant nuts and wombat poop. Hey, did you Garrett, see? Do not make either one of those things the picture. Garrett, please podcast. do that. It's like please. the first no. season of South Park with Mr. Hanky. Cartman's like, all right, you guys, talking poop is where I draw the line. <laughs> like, yeah. Did you see that uh, Richard Simmons is trending? What? Oh, one, uh, why? Did he die again? Why? Why? Is um, he okay? He, did they uh, find him? He is fine. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, it's just, you know, people, these things kind of take off. He, uh, again, we said this before, he's never been, he hasn't been seen in public since 2014. Yeah. He, he just, the, the, the podcast, uh, I think it's called Where's Richardson? Yeah. One of the best podcasts I've ever listened to. So good. Guy goes on a, a campaign, a, a quest to find him. And ends up finding him, if I recall. It was so great, I don't remember. But 
<laughs> I think when they but found it wasn't out, about it was the a, destination; it was the journey. That's right. The, yeah, yeah, they. I mean, they really wanted it to be more sinister than it was, and yeah. it turns out he was just like, "Nah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I'm kind of done with he these people. He just kind of checked out on anymore. humans." Yeah. But see, that's the weird thing is because he, we used to have him on the show pretty regularly because, you know, we're out of shape and all that kind of stuff. So he would come on and would be like the sweetest human being. He's like, he, and he knew everything. Like he must have kept notes because he'd be like, hey, Big D, how are things going? Okay, cool. Uh, so is your wife getting the, the whatever she was looking for and, you know, whatever and the health stuff? He would ask all kinds of crazy questions and knew about our families and all that kind of stuff. And he was just, genuinely concerned he called us one time it wasn't even for a planned interview he was just checking in hey it wasn't even from the on the air hey guys wanted to see how you're doing everybody I don't know okay if it's possible to care too much but if it is it's him yeah. because one of the things he talked about was the amount of people that would come to him for weight loss help and i think he ran a studio in los angeles and he did the cruises and he my impression of him is he really took that kind of interest that he did with you guys with everybody yeah. and he kept up and it was it was like maybe like he just gave and gave and gave and gave and gave yeah the, and part of that podcast i think they were talking about how he had a list and he would just start calling people every day mm -hmm. uh, he had like mm -hmm. a, a so we schedule. were on his list at one point yeah, yeah. And I got the fact really... that we never got better i think he was like okay yeah, i'm moving on to somebody who's trying to fix themselves no, i mean he just I was watching a documentary the other day about uh, the new weight loss stuff like Ozempic, Wegovy, uh, Manjaro, and they were talking about how this could be a game changer for obesity. And then they were they kept talking about fad diets and fitness crazes. And one of the things they showed was Richard Simmons, and I thought that was really unfair because all he ever really promoted was moving. Mm -hmm. And then with his like deal meal was just it was portion control. Yeah. It wasn't a fad. It wasn't meant to make you lose a million pounds in like a week or something that he really I just didn't I like I remember watching it going, "Oh, I don't think you should put him in this group." Like I was visibly upset because they put Richard Simmons in that. Sweating to the oldies. Yeah. Yeah. Just move. That yeah. was it. Just move. Just move. Eat less, move more. Mm -hmm. um, uh, have you uh, going? Are you going to the Morgan Wallen show tonight? Oh no! Oh yeah, have you seen my shirt? Oh no! Oh oh, oh I thought it was a Star no, Wars yeah, shirt. March three, I don't know three. why. Yeah. I thought it was because yeah. your jacket was on. I thought Star Wars yeah. for some reason. Yeah, they gave me a Morgan Wallen shirt, so I said, you know what? Let's go all in. Yeah, Let's do nice. it. I'm gonna dress up. What? I, my, I just got a text. I asked my buddy Marcus, can you send me that picture from last night? And he did. And it's it's a nice picture of me and Evangeline at the at the concert. And then he sent a video, mm. I, 27 second video. I have not watched it. No. I am sure it is a, a video treasure. of me. Just delete it. And have, <laughs> have the volume down so we can all just look oh. at the video. And you, don't, you don't. Just get rid of it. You're just telling me to <laughs> get rid of it. I don't, I'm oh, I'm dancing. Oh, I'm dancing. Oh, no, no, no. I'm back out of that. I don't. Yeah, get rid of it. it oh, never but happened. he's still got it. Yeah, well, you don't. You could buy it from like an <laughs> NFT. <laughs> I, mean, I would like the original, yeah, I need please. The original. I need you to delete it. I need this to never be seen. Do you think uh, the show tonight? So, anyway, you have a Morgan Wallen shirt that you made? Yes. No, 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 no. They, they gave, gave it to yeah. me. It says March 3, Wallen 3, one thing at a time, MW. How did you get that? Because I oh. went to a party. Mm -hmm, oh. did, yeah. I went to a party oh. and they gave me a shirt. That's cool. Uh. You're going to wear that to a show tonight? Yeah. I'm in. Let's go. All right. Like, whatever. I'm, no, I'm in. That's good. Yeah. So is he going to have players? Is it just him? You don't mm -hmm. know. Here's the thing. I, I, two, we're friends with a bunch of people at the record label. 
And one of the girls that's there is like the head person. She came by and personally dropped off our tickets. And I said, uh, so there's no opening act, right? She goes, not that we know. She goes, As I've been told he goes on at 730. Like, they don't. They don't even know what the plan sure. is. Yeah, it's oh, like, I mean, Morgan, he goes on can at 730. You... Can he have us all home by 9.45? Oh, he's, I'm told he's playing 75 to 90 minutes. So if he does go oh, on at 7.30, Morgan, we might be home go. by 9.30. Oh, Morgan, you are doing that. it right. Let me tell you something. What? The show I was at last night, I left at 11. And that was before the encore. Oof. Because 11 o'clock. It's getting and, too much. That's, that's not as bad as when we yeah, – you know, Nashville is good about starting shows at a decent time. I just when think as live, far as a fan, I, I think the longer they go, the better nope. and, and all that kind of nope. stuff. But I will man, say this. Stuff to do, man. I you don't well, sleep. What I was going to say is I think it's very cool that if he's going to play 75 to 90 minutes, that's amazing for free. Because for free, if for free he could come out there. Mm-hmm. People would be happy if he did five songs and then oh, walked yeah. away. But he's actually going above and beyond. I But if I pay for a show and it's several hundred dollars for two people to be there, mm-hmm. you better play for at least 90 minutes. Oh, I, I don't I don't mind that the show goes long. I don't like that it goes late. Okay. Oh, okay. Start a show at seven, it should end by 10, 10, 15. Look, man, you, you want us in the s- door at 4 15? I'm oh, going. Let's do 730. this. 7 30. Listen to this way this way last night. 7 30. <laughs> mom watching for, the show. Oh, yeah. grandma. First guy plays 7 30, 7 50. Pat Green comes on at eight and played till nine. Now, that's not your standard opener. You got Pat Green opening for you at the rhyme and you give him an hour. That's fine. Then there was an intermission for 30 oh, minutes. No. 30 minutes? Oh. I must and then they played say, an hour and a half. And I that was hate, great. I hate concerts where they say, okay, you know, showtime is eight o'clock or whatever it mm-hmm. might be. And they don't take the stage until almost nine. Oh, I that, been that to a happens show like that in a while. So that's often usually not for me. country music at all. Country music people are usually pretty good about being on time. But even 20, I went to a show the I other day. It was like, a jazz artist, uh, Gregory Porter. And like, it was that 20 was your something. First mistake. Oh, no, it was an amazing <laughs> show. Gregory took people to church. Uh, but it was it was amazing. Did he have an but opening was, act? No. It was okay. 23 minutes later. He came on and he played for almost two hours. I I hate when there's not when there's an opening act and they don't tell you on the ticket. Or they don't tell you in the fly. And like, you show up and you're like, oh, is it just whoever we think we're going to see tonight? And it's not. Oh, my God. And then sometimes there's two. You're like, are you kidding me? I would have come late. I didn't. Well, that's the point. They want you there to get no, the exposure no, the for point. that person. That's, no, that's a no lie. they want you there that's to buy beer. Advertising. That's all yeah, they, they want. Don't they don't care want to sell about you the beer. person on stage. I was going to say when. Oh, I didn't think about that. When yeah, I was in uh-huh. college, we used to go to shows in New Orleans all the time, and no shows in New Orleans started before nine. Mm. It was nine o'clock at some club, and then the main act wouldn't go on until eleven and end at twelve. There. Oh. Oh, also on a Tuesday. We were talking last week how I bought my Guns N' Roses tickets, and to this day, there's still the people in the Facebook groups who are like, "Oh, if Axel actually shows up on time, point of order." Axel has been punctual for the better part of 15 years. But that being said, like I was late to a Guns N' Roses concert because it said on the ticket it started at 7:30, and I'm like, "Well, there's got to be an opening act." Nope. I'm across the street, and I hear the opening song, and I'm like, "What?" And I'm like running like a loon. So, you know, How do, do some research. run? I, would like I mean, to see like that. a Can you crazy demonstrate? Per- I think I did. I flailed my <laughs> arms. Um, but that's the thing. Like, you kind of, like, do your research. Like, go into fan forums and figure out. Because if you're going to... If you're going to be late or you're worried that, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be sitting in my seat for an hour and a half waiting through four opening bands, just see if other people can tell you when they go on. So that way you get what you want and you can go. Uh, Morgan is, uh, he's like... A- Third trending thing on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm seeing that. Yeah, he's, uh, I, and he, I think the, uh, 
record labels are just kind of like like you were to your point of hey we don't really know what uh, we don't know if there's a opener or not I think they're just kind of like hey because they got a a gift they got a good one <laughs> it's this thing it's just paying out mm. oh yeah. just gonna ride this pony what is it when I do <laughs> uh, he wants to uh, okay we'll do that <laughs> yeah some of that like they sure. put it on green and it paid off you know like that's a that's a you don't get an artist like this every day. Yeah. yeah. Green. I mean, like a, a new artist. Oh, no. I meant like green on the table. Like you have red and, don't you have like red and, black, red and black? But then you, but isn't there like the green? Oh, oh yeah. Right, right, right. That's like the 1% the one, chance. Yeah. On oh. a roulette table. Yep. Wow, did you just out guy us? <laughs> I, well, <laughs> she out gambled you. Which <laughs> was impressive, <laughs> actually. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. Wow. Yeah, wow. it's you don't get somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, man, he's Morgan Wallen is as big as like Dave Matthews was back in the day or even John Mayer no, and all Matthews that kind of stuff. No, but I'm saying like people will big. come no. out of the woodwork for these people. And there's only a couple people every generation that it, it comes like that. Like, I, I think that Morgan is bigger than any country artist we've seen since Garth. And I, I mean, no disrespect to anyone, but people it's cross genre and people just flock to it. Hear me out. Remember when Live in La Vida Loca came out? Mm-hmm. And Ricky Martin went from like, we think he might have been in Menudo to like, it was Ricky Martin insanity. Mm-hmm. World, and like, that's the only thing I can even really equate it to at this point that's not, I mean, I know he was in Menudo, but it's not like boy band, not, um, you know, that kind of one direction y, whatever. This is straight up like just a dude and. Who's bigger? You know, you said just a dude. Who's bigger, Justin or Morgan? Justin who? Justin uh, Timberlake. Timberlake? Oh. Um, Justin Timberlake. I guess. See, I would think Morgan's bigger than Timberlake. I mean, the point is, if you go right now, Morgan. For sure. On what level? Right, yeah, I don't know. In the U.S., worldwide? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, that's like a, yeah, it's a weird comparison. Country music, even though it works in Australia and Europe, it is not, it doesn't have the kind of appeal that hip-hop and pop have. Across the world. Well, that's why it's called pop. Yeah, it's it just, it never will. Like, it's, you know, there's people who cross over. Listen, Garth Brooks is huge. And there's people across Europe who are like, I, no, I, I've i heard of him. Who, mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a singer, right? Yeah. It's still. Hmm. As, he's the number one selling solo artist of all time. Mm-hmm. But it, whereas if you say Britney Spears, they're like, oh, yeah, Britney Spears. Right. It's just, it's more of a. The pop culture just yeah, I mean, like Backstreet just sold out oh, Asia yeah. last week, and I think they're in Australia right yeah. now because there's still again pop is different. Hmm. So, but also boy bands are different. So you guys are all going together tonight. I mean, I we'll, don't know where you guys are sitting. No, we're all I think sitting we're all sitting together. Place. Oh man, yeah, yeah, no kidding. I don't want to sit by you guys. No kidding. Man, Patrick dancing and bumping me the whole time. <laughs> so the label just give you tickets? Yeah, you yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. super excited. That's awesome. I mean, you know what Patrick and I have never had to worry about? Bubba's feelings at a show, because he never actually... <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how still rare. Got, hey, hey, that's hey. how big this is. I'm telling you, I'm There's going. still hours. <laughs> we still have time. Long shot odds, but I'm paying 10 to 1 right now that Bubba doesn't show up. <laughs> so if you bet a dollar and he doesn't show up, you win $10. I went to see him, Amy's Because I think it's a highly probable that he does show up, but it's still like... A, Enough of a possibility that it's on the app. You can oh, bet I'll on it. I'll be there. It's I will there. be there. It's in the, it's in the pr- player props for tonight. Bubba doesn't show up. I'm excited for tonight. It's 
Wheel of Fortune 40th season XL. <laughs> XL? You mean double XL? So they're putting $2 million yeah. spots on the wheel. Yep. Woo! Yep. That's exciting. I'm on the it phone is. with Allie yesterday. She's confirming. I saw the confirmation for you and for Carson and for Bubba. She goes, I didn't see Big D. Do we need to hold two tickets? Is he going to go? And I literally laughed. I, I let a... <laughs> no. No. No, he will not be going to a show downtown that he has to leave his house and drive to a concert. I mean, There's D, no I am way. going to ask you now, no spoilers, because I will DVR with you. Are you taping DVRing it? Of course. It? Of course. Oh, wow. That was funny. I was talking to uh, Jimmy Allen, and he was. He goes, you going to the sh- you, you going to the show? And I was like. You didn't even know what he meant. Didn't even know what he meant. <laughs> I mean, I knew he I meant a concert. And I was like, uh, he was in Detroit at the time. And, and I said, uh, oh, no. Man, you're not. I'm like, no. He's like, all right, all right. I said, did you tell him just just so you know, I don't go to anything? No, I just said it was him. <laughs> hey, they are. I do want to say this for those of you who don't get to go to the Morgan Wallen show. They're actually going to stream the entire thing. Oh, they are. That's yeah, they're going to do it. If you, so if you follow um, Morgan Wallen social media, they're going to have the stream on there. So you're going to be able to be a part of the whole uh, concert experience, which makes me think there will be a couple surprises. I mean, Morgan can do it all by himself, but I have a feeling now that now now that I know they're streaming worldwide. Uh-huh. Kind of makes me think that yeah, he's going to... It'll be Hardy. Hardy will be there. Ernest mm-hmm. will be there. Uh, Jelly Roll said Jelly uh, this entire Morgan Wallen album bangs. I wonder if that's a, a little, a little like, you know... Have you ever seen, yeah. other than Garth doing that private thing where there was only like a thousand of us there, have you ever seen anyone play by themselves acoustic at Bridgestone? Like, that's crazy. It's an arena. Um, There's only 20,000 people there. John Mayer. Does he not have... Does he just play by himself? Band? No, I think it's just John. Oh, and you don't know that keeping all that money for himself. Guy? Ed Sheeran. Yeah, Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. I mean, he but can still Ed have Sh- players there and be acoustic. Well, yeah. I no, know but that's right, what I'm saying. I think that. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I don't think it'll just be him sitting on a bar stool for an hour and a half yeah. playing by himself. That would be, I mean, we would all be fine, but it would just be unheard when, of. When I was a kid, um, Vince Gill played in Connecticut and. He played, it wasn't an arena size, but it was still, it was a bigger place. And the power went out. And they were oh, like, wow. oh, should we can't? Vince just got up with a guitar. And they asked everybody oh, in the yes. audience to be quiet. And that's the the thing is, like a person with just one person and a guitar, there's such magic there that I, like, I don't, well, there's I magic can never there forget when that. it's Vince Gill. All right, it's yeah, not like but it's me. You it, know, it's. No, but it's, I mean, again, this is like what we think. This is going to be with Morgan Wallen tonight. I don't know uh, how much you would get the opportunity to see something like this. So that's, it really feels so special. Like, yeah, if he brings guests or if he doesn't, it's just it's Morgan. And I yeah, yeah I, I think it's cool. That. He did that show at his high school. Did y'all say, see that? Did you see that, dude? Yeah. That he played at his high school baseball field last night. He played like baseball on show. that field. They built a stage out in the middle of the field. And Morgan was, did yeah. He, yeah, he went out to his high school. We had the, the team... Uh, the girls' softball team and some family Here it is. and friends. He uh, like, invited seniors, staff, and, and everyone seniors. on the baseball and softball teams to come out and watch. Hmm. That's cool. And played at his 
baseball field that he, at his high school. Like, yeah. so he got so to cool, play man. on that field again. Boom, boom. <laughs> See what that's cool. You know, you have to do. We already do that. Yeah, that's good. Well, you guys got to have fun. That'll be. It's gonna be cool. If you're gonna be out there, look for us. We're all sitting in the same section. Are y'all gonna go out afterwards and go get drunk and sloppy? Yeah. No. First of all, he's got his kid, and I've got my kid. So. And I'm old. And Carson. I will be. I will be Ubering. D, I yeah. got Wheel of Fortune to watch. Like Carson's I'll be going home, home to, to watch you know. the DVR. I haven't even watched the new episode of The Mandalorian yet. I haven't even that's... watched the new South Park yet. Oh yeah, same. So I like I have TV to watch. D, like Morgan Wallen, yay! But once you're done, <laughs> I'm going home. Frankie so. and I have been watching so much uh, South Park lately. It's pretty great. Oh, it's because it's so inappropriate. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. fun. I mean, and you it's know. all on HBO Max. Like yeah. every oh, so great. Twenty something seasons. Mm-hmm. Man, we That's could awesome. do that for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Take you a while to get through them, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like when I go visit my dad and he's watching. Uh, he's watching Gibbs the, on uh, on NCIS. NCIS. Yeah, why is it that every dad is like, <laughs> yeah, NCIS? Like, Not my dad. My dad wants to watch reality shows about people looking for gold or buried treasure <laughs> or living in the woods without clothes. Look, like, I'm just happy to go to my dad's. I'm just happy to go to my dad's and not have the same westerns, westerns? on. Mm. I mean, it is such a it's a it's a completely monumental shift because my entire life growing up, he watched the same westerns over and over and over. So the fact that he has a new show in CIS kind of cool. My dad watches a lot of the CSIs and I swear it's only because like one of his favorite bands is The Who. So I think he just waits for the theme song. <laughs> And I'm like, you know, there's there's like 55 minutes that aren't the who, dad. And by the way, I can load up your iPod because, yes, he sells an iPod in his car. And we can like you can just go drive and mm-hmm. listen. You don't have to wait for David Caruso to put on sunglasses. We yeah! can do this for you. That, right. You see it. Mm-hmm. That's why my dad likes his CSI. But, you know, what? he's at least got something. That's right. God bless got him. something. That's right. He loved my picture with Morgan Wallen. Oh, uh, did we talk about the picture of Morgan Wall- of Morgan Wallen wearing a Carson T-shirt? Yeah, that Garrett made so great, so great. Yeah, go check that out on Carson's. Uh, <laughs> My dad sent me <laughs> Instagram. Did you really whatever. give him a T-shirt with your face on it? <laughs> 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 Yeah, Dad, I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, that should be your story. I don't know why you don't just go yeah. with that. Sure you did. should have shirts made and just give them out to every single star oh that comes gosh. in yeah. and oh, have them yes. wear. That's a that's a thing. And that's people on my Facebook than, have been asking, like, you can get t shirts made? I'll take one. I'm like, You what? should. What? Just okay. that exact picture and you just put that on a t shirt in black and white and like I promise you somebody would wear it on stage. It's my nineties rap tee. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, anybody else got anything? Because yeah, uh, I got man. some stuff. I know Patrick's got things he's got to take care of. Uh, Carson, Big D, anybody? No, we're good. We're good, brah. All right, and stick around if you're uh, if you're watching on YouTube. You don't get this part, but if you're listening on a podcast app, we do have the uh, interview coming up here right after the podcast with comedian Bert Kreischer. Oh, I need to hit the end. Don't yeah, I? where's the thing? I'm like, I'm like, okay, so we're done. This was the podcast, but now it's over, but that's okay. Oh, wait, we got through the entire podcast without mentioning the podcast. It's 420. It's just podcast episode just 420. Play, play you can listen to the regular show. I was like, no, it's, it's on March. the radio <laughs> every day. Uh, it, was it was the podcast. I'm sorry.
Committee and uh, Bert Kreischer joining us on the hotline. What up, boy? <laughs> Not much. Uh, I put down some coffee. I hear you, man. Now, well, how do, do you like your coffee? Do you uh, do you like it uh, dark? Are you the breakfast blend guy? Or are you kind of like a lot of cream? I mean, these are things that matter to most people today. I like it thugged out. <laughs> thugged <laughs> out. Okay. All right. So your video, the the machine, which is classic and awesome. It's where he tells the story how he became. He's in. I don't want to tell your whole story, but uh, he's in Russia and uh, says he's the machine's logging saying blah blah. But my point is, is that it has almost eighty-five million views. Eighty-five million views. What is the money like on something a video that big? You know what's so funny? I have no idea. I think because I curse in it, it got demonetized. <gasps> no. Yeah, if in order to get monetized on YouTube, you've got to do the uh, the we're going to the Grand Hall game. You can't like it's 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 kind of sad, and and I think because I'm talking about illicit things, like you can't smoke pot on yeah. YouTube. You can't do. There's so much. I, I everything I do on YouTube is demonetized. Oh man, that hurts, man. I mean, that's is you, it, you're losing out on a huge oh, uh, income stream. Isn't There's, there another platform that you can do that won't demonetize it? No, no, no. But Not the really. trade-off is I represent myself a hundred percent, so people see that video and they buy tickets for the show. Right. I mean, right. that one video. That one video. What's crazy is the reason it went viral. The reason it went viral is that. Uh, is that the way the algorithm works is when you share the video, the top comment from my page would show up under the video on your page, right? On Facebook. And the top comment from my page was left by a woman. I think her name's Kristen Hodgson. And her comment read, I was in Burt's Russian class. I was on this trip. This story's a hundred percent true. He robbed us. Wow. Yeah. So, so that, so it went, that's what got us to go viral. And, and the viral, the payout for the viral stuff, like having a hit song, it's like, People come out and they want to see you tell the, yep. so, tell mm-hmm. the story. Yep. And, and like last night, I, I did three shows in Pensacola. I've never been to Pensacola before, so I tell the show story three times. That's so crazy. And what's what's amazing too is that like you have people shouting out requests for bits. I mean, like I just I think if they know, and then they recite it along with you, like almost oh. word for word timing, because which shows that they've listened or watched that bit a hundred times. It's so cool to me to see that. I don't know. I don't think it's cool. I mean, it's cool. I think it's very cool because that just shows it's like a song. If you're a singer and they're singing your song along with you. I guess. I'll tell you what. It's a mixed bag. I did a show in uh, London, and I didn't realize how big I was in London. And they were murmuring the the story along with me. (laughs) They were, you know, and and I got to be dead honest with you. I thought it was going to be the coolest thing. It was so distracting mm. that I couldn't stop laughing. And I was like, you guys got to stop. But they, they wanted to do it. But I'm the one that dictates the timing, right? So their timing is only based on they know the story by memory. And it, is, it was distracting. It was a once-in-a-lifetime experience. I would never want it to happen again. But it was, it was cool. But at the same time, it was, uh, it was crazy. But, you know, here's the other thing is that People are always yelling out bits, but I, I'm getting ready for another Netflix special. So I have another full hour plus of material that I do before I tell that story. And so and so that's the fun of the stand-up for me is is writing new material, you know? Yeah, for sure. And how often are you uh, working on new material? Or how long does it take to come up with like enough material for a new Netflix special? My, my 
the the the, the shortest it could be is eighteen months. It's got to be eighteen months. You've got to you've got to be like in the material where you're bored of it and you go on stage, you get drunk and tell it and you mess it up and you hate it and you want to just mash it all up and skinny it up. And that's where I'm at right now is like, I just, I just, I'm like, I'm like, and you want new stuff. And so you add new stuff and then you become passionate about the new stuff. And then the new stuff becomes better than the old stuff. Uh, so about 18 months, but I will have done this special for probably just over two years because I was torn and I was, and I, What's great about this special is I was touring those drive-in movie theaters during the pandemic. I created a, a drive-in tour. And, uh, and so that was like swimming in overalls because you're sitting in a rock quarry telling stories. Like, and you learn how to skinny up bits quick yeah. when you're next to a highway. Exactly. <laughs> um, comedian uh, Bert Kreischer is joining us on the show, and uh, you can follow him and see where he's going to be at on his website, BertBertBert.com, uh, also at Bert Kreischer. You know, we're talking uh, recently about how everyone walks on eggshells, and it's hard to you know, for comedy to surface without getting, you know, somebody getting, you know, fired up and send a letter off and it gets viral or, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I kind of feel like you don't really care about that. You just kind of no. do your thing. And I think that's gorgeous and beautiful. Listen, if you're at a dinner party with your wife and we're talking about uh, sex in front of strangers, she's going to hold a certain line, right? Right. Then you get in the bedroom and you guys have a buzz from that dinner party and you smack her on the ass. And that's not the same woman who was saying what she was saying at the dinner party, but she likes it. And that's how stand-up works is people will get outraged on social media and they'll say certain things, but you put them in a club and you tell the joke that is super inappropriate and they fall apart laughing and they cover their faces mm -hmm. and they, they are embarrassed that they find it funny. Laughter is, a, a, is an impulse. You cannot control. You cannot control what you laugh at. Like, look, my wife laughs when people fall down, and I've seen her laugh when people fall down and get seriously injured. Yeah. And she is crying laughing. You can't control it. And so that's the – and by the way, i got to be dead honest with you. It's what makes stand-up really fun is to take a chance and, and say the, the horrible thing, say the thing that is taboo, and, and get away with it. And, yeah. and i got to be honest with you, with all the stuff that's going on with the – whatever the cancel culture thing is, it's made stand-up fun again. Oh, really? See, I would have okay. thought that that, yeah. for most people, would be kind of a barrier to entry. Like, they, they'd be like, man, I just, mm -hmm. I can't have fun anymore because after every show, I've got I've got to deal with, you know, protesters or somebody mad about this and that. I mean, dude, we do a radio show, and we do a very... Uh, I, I don't want to say tame, but I mean, you know, we understand that the kids are in the car, so we're not going to go and drop a bunch of, of curse words down into it and that kind of stuff. And we still get complaints every day about something yeah. after the show that we said. Here's my rule, okay? This is my rule for me. I don't want anyone leaving my show feeling less than, right? So I, I try to make sure that I stay away from certain topics. Just for, I want to make sure everyone has a good time, but there are certain common uh, denominators in comedy where you got to take chances mm -hmm. and you got to say the thing that's a little horrible. But as, as long as we're not making anyone feel like I don't think they're human, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And, and we always talk about that. We're like, you know, you've got to be able to discern between humor and hate. And I am very sorry. We, never, we don't really apologize for anything we've ever said, but I will apologize for you not being able to take a joke. 
<laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Listen, uh, like, like, and, and I think also the fun of it is like, I know my audience. I know there are a lot of bros, a lot of meatheads in there. If I'm going to talk about, if, if I'm going to talk about a subject, I usually take the angle against the mainstream of my audience because that's the fun angle for me is to hear them go, Oh, you know, that's mm-hmm. the, the fun is going against the grain. The fun's the thing. The fun's when your dad says, no more jokes in this car. I swear to God, one more joke and I'm pulling this car over. That's when the joke is the funnest. Of course. It's not the first joke or the second joke. It's the time when you go, all right, Dad, two cops walk into a bar. They say, what? They're behind you. Like, that's the fun part, you know? And he's yeah. undoing his belt at yeah. that point. <laughs> yeah. So when, when you are, when I remember, I remember one time my dad came in dead serious and he had a, he had a, gallon of milk and I had a cup and he was pouring into my cup. I was in his bed. I was in first grade and I moved the cup and he poured milk in his bed and he goes, what in the hell are you doing? And I just looked at him. I go, it's comedy. (laughs) (laughs) And now, now look at you doing dumb stuff around the world. It's comedy. Uh, Check him out. Bert, Bert, Bert Bert.com or, or uh, Bert Kreischer uh, on uh, social medias. Uh, man, we'd love to get you in uh, and do a podcast with us sometime as well, man. It's, uh... I, I would love that. Let me tell you something, and I just want to pay this compliment. Uh, you guys are a huge radio show, and sometimes you go on big radio shows like yours, and and you guys don't have to do the work and have a great interview. You you sometimes can just phone it in and be like, here, thank you, Bert. I'm glad you had a good time. Go check him out. That's all you know that you need to do. But I, I'm, this was a, a, a fantastic interview, and I genuinely – appreciate and acknowledge just you guys putting in the work today to to make it that because not everyone does that so uh, thank you so much i don't even know what we did I mean, <laughs> like we just got complimented and i have well, no clue but well, thank you Bert. No, no, it's just a good conversation oh. sometimes you go so tell me what was it like working with mark hamill and you're like oh it was great so so you're the party animal and you know yeah. and, and well and for, for one thing it's it a fun talk yeah for one thing most radio people are awful just <laughs> awful and it's so fake and just phony phony and, and I, you know we're just not that way we're also yeah, oh yeah i they they look at your bio and they're like how's working on the x show and i go i did that 22 years ago <laughs> well i mean you did tell a joke about you growing up and you're eight years old with the milk in the bed so i don't know <laughs> yeah i, I don't remember my material that quick <laughs> Uh, hey man, we love you. Hope hope you uh, continue to have a great tour. Again, check him out the Birdie Birdie Boy Relapse Tour. It's on sale now. Uh, go to burtburtburt.com and at Bert Kreischer. Uh, dude, we get love to get you in, and uh, thanks for the time, brother. I'll, I'll make sure that happens. I'll uh, have my people reach out. Thank right. you so much. See you, Bert. Bye.